WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is all of it on WNYC. I'm Allison Stewart. We continue our big picture series, recognizing the creatives behind the camera who are up for Oscars this year. It is Women's History Month, and our next guest could make history at the Academy Awards this year. Elvis cinematographer Mandy Walker is one of only three women ever nominated in the Best Cinematography category. And if she wins, she will be the first woman to do so in the Academy's history. You've seen her work behind the camera, literally, as a cinematographer or director of photography for the films Hidden Figures, Mulan, and her first go-around with Elvis director Baz Luhrmann, which was the movie Australia in 2008. Of her work on Elvis, IndieWire said it was, quote, her best to date. Elvis is up for eight Academy Awards this year, including Best Picture and Best Cinematography. Mandy Walker joins us now. Mandy, nice to meet you. Hi, Alison. Nice to be here. So you were part of this film from the very beginning. You were even on set for Austin Butler's audition for the lead playing Elvis. How did you come to be part of the project so early? Uh, Well, uh, this is actually my fourth collaboration with Baz. I started doing um, the uh, Chanel number five, I think it was in 2004, so nearly 20 years ago now. And then we did Australia together, then we did another Chanel number five, uh, short film we call it and um and so and then Elvis so El, uh, Baz always gets me involved really early and um he brought me on for this we started talking like nine months before we started proper prep and um I was there for Austin's it's workshop Baz mm-hmm. calls the audition a workshop so I was there with my stills camera looking at angles on him and just observing uh because he was actually performing in that audition and just observing how the camera saw him and different lenses saw him. And so, yeah, I'm, I am involved very early on because it's a process working with Baz where the collaboration is really important and, and there has to be like a harmony between all the departments. So editorial were there, mm-hmm. art department, the effects, uh, and costume obviously with Catherine Martin. Yeah, so it's it's for me it's actually a great experience because I get to start thinking about things and and doing my research and and working things out from from an early um, time in pre production. It was interesting to hear you talk about how everybody is working in concert because I've heard that repeatedly during this series of people who are on these films that have done extraordinarily well are very creative or have something incredibly unique about them that people have always said. It was a collaboration. We all worked together. I think that's really, that's interesting. It's the one thread through all of these conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, it, it, 
you really can tell when that's not happening. You know, when if there's a discord in any of the departments, because for me, I make sure that by the time we get on set, for instance, when we did our Beale Street um, sequence of the movie, I had tested every colour that was going to be in front of the camera and every lens that I was going to use and the lighting that I was going to use so that there's a coherence. And um, the thing about working with Austin doing a concert movie is I was there for Austin's, uh, a lot of his rehearsals, and then I brought my camera team in and my grip team, and we rehearsed with him so that by the time we got on stage, we were so prepared and we knew we were dancing with him. And and that was really important for us and also for him because it meant that he felt comfortable being on stage with us during these mm-hmm. performances and it made everything go so much smoother so no one was ever bumping into each other you know, there was a crane flying across the audience right into Austin's face and he knew that that was coming and that we practised it and we knew exactly where he was going to be in terms of the choreography. So I think that kind of thing for this movie made a huge difference and it meant that what we did was, um, because we had to reproduce all the concerts exactly, all the concerts that um, mm-hmm. that Elvis, you can see online, you know, that's the way it is, the Vegas concert, the... Um, the Russ Wood was documented by a stills photographer. That's the trouble sequence. And also um, some of these early, even the, the Hayride, there was stills photography there and the 68 special at NBC. So what Baz wanted to do was have us replicate that exactly. So I had to study the lighting, mm-hmm. the camera angles, the lensing. But then there's also the drama of the film and I had to integrate that into our concert footage. So there was kind of a, a dance that I was doing with the visual language as well between the drama and the music sequences. It's interesting you talked about the different periods. What was something you noticed that is different about the way artists were filmed across the decades? Very interesting. Well, they didn't have um, the equipment that we had. And a lot of the time you see actually in the um in the Vegas show, it was just after the zoom lens had been invented. <laughs> so they're going all crazy with they're the zoom. Yeah, they're doing a lot of zooms with the music, <clears throat> which is something that we don't do that often these days, unless you're kind of doing something to make a point. Mm-hmm. Or you know, um, it, for me, it was like replicating that that style. But um, yeah, things like that, and also the I had two sets of lenses built. I had a set of lenses built that took us up to the 60s that were flatter and um, and and not distorted and they were a little bit sort of, uh, they were vintage, they were based on vintage lenses so they had a more of an old-fashioned kind of less clinical modern um, mm-hmm. style to them. And I also had, we went anamorphic when we got to Las Vegas so that that for me rep- represented that period of time and I had them detuned to look like, the lenses that were made at that time. So the, I had like went through three iterations of our lenses to get them um, to the right place. My guest is Mandy Walker. She is nominated for Best Cinematography for Elvis. What was a pro and what was a con of working on a project with someone whose image is iconic? And that word is overused, but the image of Elvis truly is part of our cultural wallpaper. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, yeah, well, look, it was a great honour and a challenge. Uh, the thing that we wanted to be true to was to to make sure the audience felt 
that the the cultural impact of Elvis on society and and the the era and the the cultural situation that he grew up in and how that affected him. So we all we did a lot of research into this and um, to make sure that well you know there's there's three audiences for this movie I feel there's you know the older people like my parents who grew up with Elvis and are very familiar with him and his music. Then there's people my age that sort of remember, but I was really young when he died, and I sort of remember the movies maybe and some of the mm-hmm. Vegas stuff. And then there's new teenagers. And, in fact, the teenagers are the ones that are the biggest audience um, of, of seeing the movie. Uh, so what we were doing is try to be true to the history for the people who remember it, but also to introduce him to a new audience and make that exciting. So... It's like what Baz does a lot on his movies is that cross kind of um, uh, crossover between new music and old music, and therefore he does that with the sound and mm-hmm. the and the songs and the collaborations on the songs. But I also tried to be conscious of that with the photography, so that we were paying homage to the older style of, of cinema, but also I wanted to amp it up and integrate. Um, you know, a more modern sensibility. So there was kind of a fine line I was always mm-hmm. um, juggling between, all, especially during the performances, of, of doing both those things so that um, it, you, it would be uh, coherent and and not sort of ju- ever jump out at you. What is something that you always wanted to try, something wild that you got to do on Elvis? I think, you know what, I think it was that big Vegas showroom. It was, we never shot anything in a theatre or in a location, we built everything from scratch. So we made that big Hilton showroom from from the stage to my lighting rigs, the backstage area, the audience, and it was took months to build. So for me, it was something I've always wanted to do. And I remember when we first started and my gaffer said to me, oh, do you think we need to get theatrical lighting people in? And then we both looked at each other and went, no, we can do this. And I knew that I could do it and look, and, and, and because it's lighting and, and that's what I do. So it was a challenge to reproduce something that big, um, but I'm really proud of it. And and we did actually shoot Austin for that first performance. We shot it in one, one shot. So we did it multiple times and with different angles. But he walks from backstage, side of stage, tunes his guitar to on stage and does four songs in a 20-minute take. And we just did it all in one go. And that was one of the most exciting things, I think. For, for everybody, all my grips were bopping away and wiggling their <laughs> bottoms and dancing up to the side. It, it was We really felt like we were in the moment, I think, because we did it like that. Hearing you describe all the different people who work with you, what mm-hmm. part of your job is leadership? We, we've kind of talked mm-hmm. about the creative part, but what part of it is leadership? That's a good question. So I remember when I first started as a cinematographer and I thought, well, my job's just kind of making pretty pictures and creating, you know, an atmosphere and helping the director tell a story. And I remember when um, Baz actually gave me the job, of when he gave me the job on Australia, it was the first time a woman had shot a film of that scale. And uh, I remember him sitting down with me and because I think the movie before I'd done was like $12 million. That was the biggest film I'd ever done. And this was 130. I remember him sitting down and saying, Mandy, 
or manned, he calls me manned, manned. Now, you're an artist and a technician, and now you have to be a general. And that was a really important thing for me, and it stuck with me. And because I had to be um, in charge of over 100 people on my crew, second units and lighting, Mm -hmm. grip, electric, camera. And um, so I feel that then I had to learn about collaboration and communication and being um, a politician, really, because you have to manage all these people as well as get them to be creative and on the same page as you. And it's something that I picked up pretty quickly and and, um, and I actually love that part of my job now. And and I because I started as an assistant, like I came up, I didn't go to film school, I worked my way up the camera department and I saw how other people ran their teams and sometimes it was bad and sometimes it was good and sometimes it was disrespectful and other times it was very inclusive and I decided that I wanted to be respectful and inclusive and it's and um and I want my team to feel part of the movie making I never want to feel like I'm just um giving them a task to do I want them to feel they have an opinion and they, uh, you know, I respect people's professionalism and what they're good at, and I want them to contribute to the movie. And also, um, I want my crew to be diverse. I want there to be a lot of um, women on my crew, which has, over the years, been easier and easier, but very, very difficult at first. Because when I first started, I think, you know, I was the only woman in my department wow. on set for years, years. Mandy Walker is up for an Academy Award for Best Cinematography. If she wins, she'll make history. (laughs) (laughs) Mandy, thank you so much for making time for us today. Thank you, Alison. My pleasure. Thank you. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Z-Biotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic Drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com slash WNYC and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.